to Hello, take Scott. a look at the show. Hello, Scott. Hello, Scott. It's a uh, it's audio podcast. We don't have a clue where Sam is, though, do we? No, we've lost Sam entirely. We, we've actually completely lost Sam. Um, and I spent ages like rearranging my uh, room today to uh, try and get it so that oh. to try and get it so that we could all fit in in a much more sensible way, which I think would have worked because we've ended up having to move things towards us, didn't we, to mm-hmm. kind of fit everything in. So that's kind of nice. But anyway, um, it, it, nonetheless, I'm very happy to have you here, Scott. That's nice. I'm very happy to be here. Awesome stuff. Cool. Don't forget, if you want to follow along with the show notes, uh, wiki.theaudio podcast. This show is going to be t- entitled Apple Printers. But <laughs> um, the, if you go looking on the wiki right now, it's the one that's just called Show Title. But there we go. Anyway, that's not a major issue. So is the chat room complaining about anything? Are they okay? No, chat room seem happy. Uh, they have video, so oh, we're good. Well, we should try and uh, break things. Well, don't forget if you want to uh, if you want to communicate with us in any way whatsoever, you want to complain about something or you or know, not some complain about something, something like that. Then the best way to get to us is just to send us um, something to at the audio podcast, mm-hmm. which is nice. I would that suggest that would be on Twitter. On Twitter, yeah, if you want to. And if you did that, actually, then we do actually have the ability to show. Um, to show tweets as well so and i take it scott you're watching the tweets well in actual fact they're just at the bottom of the screen right now wow and if you were to tweet at us then they would just appear there but anyway um that's pretty exciting i think isn't it um i I don't know i hope you find that exciting i find that exciting shall we shall we try and uh shall we we do the show then yeah yeah all right Um, i'm calling the show the apple printers well because there's several reasons behind that. It doesn't directly relate to the passing of Steve Jobs. There's no kind of pun in there in relation to Steve Jobs or anything. Is there? Is there? There's, there's no, 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 pun no there isn't, no. no. No, I didn't think so. So if you're looking for a pun, there's none in there. There isn't so much of a pun. I'm, I'm just going to move a little bit towards you, actually, because I'm monitoring something slightly different to what's being transmitted. So I'm a little afraid now. You're a little afraid? I'm going to use a, little a bit. piece of a gaffer tape just to bring my ipad up to a more nice. sensible height so what have we got to talk about today good we stuff various oh. various things yeah cool so um android the ice cream sandwich there was a bit of a mm-hmm. leak in the wild about it um samsung had a had a product launch due this week which they've cancelled because they didn't feel it was appropriate to run with it um but as part of that google music 4 for android has appeared in the wild yep it's out there it's available for your Android and Android Android device, Android. should you require it? Yeah, so we had a just a quick little leak um, from there. The main thing is a big interface change to it, which is going to be cool. It's going to be all part of the. Um, it's going to be all part of Ice Cream Sandwich, which for Android users is the next big Android update, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I know the iOS five. You guys are waiting for iOS five next week. Yeah, or this I mean week, isn't it? I'm excited about the Android thing for Android people. I I wish I also had an Android phone so I could play with that, but I'm stuck in the land of of iOS. But yeah, allegedly iOS 5 is coming out soon. No, and it's this I'm week, hoping, I think. And well, I'm just hoping it doesn't break my iPhone like iOS 4 did. <laughs> You're going to get your Siri, though, that like does talky things to you and stuff like no, that. Oh, that would be nice. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, I, Have I'm, you seen I'm the spoof gonna, ones? I'm, I'm going to wait for a week or so until before I upload or download that, just in case. Have you seen the, the spoof Siri videos where it no. pretends to be Hal? Nice. It's, that, that's pretty cool. And there's a really, really great one where it's just really offensive. So it's like, <laughs> it says, um, it says things like, uh, how much is, uh, how much is two cupfuls in milliliters or something like that? And it replies, I don't think you should be eating those cupcakes. And <laughs> 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 another great things. Um, Cupcake what, censorship. What, what, what's important. the traffic like? Oh, it's really bad. Text my wife to say she'll be late. <laughs> she doesn't care. It's okay. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. But anyway, so this is new. Um, Google Music is actually pretty cool. Um, I'm 
I gotta be careful about Do saying these things, it? I guess. Well, obviously, it's only really available in America. Of course. So which we uns- are definitely in now. In now, right now. Yeah, right. That now. is correct. <laughs> so. um Yes, I have actually used it, and while I do have access to it while I was in America, clearly. And um, yes, to the person who invited me, thank you very much. That was very cool. Um, to be honest, do I use it? No, is the actual answer. Have I have I have I access to it? Yes. Have I played with it? Yes. Do I use it? No. Can you see the benefits for people who who? The, I guess somebody must like it. Well, it, it would. It, I think like all of these services, I think Spotify for me actually fits in the same bracket here. Mm. These are incredible products for the always-on, always-on internet connection that you're not paying for in any way yep. whatsoever. So if you're not paying for bandwidth, that's great. If you've always got an internet connection, it's going to be great. And if you've got enough ba- if you've got enough battery power to waste cycles on it continuously mm. on your device, that's also awesome. So I have a Desire <laughs> HTC, HTC Android phone. Which I don't pay for bandwidth because we're in the UK. I'm on T-Mobile, so that's kind of nice. But I pay up front. Oh, that's but nice. I'm in the UK. I'm not on T-Mobile, and I do pay for bandwidth. Yeah. Oh, well, oh well, no, but I, I pay for. But it's rolled into my contract, so I can eat as much. I can oh, sure. eat as much as I want for, and I pay like four pound or whatever it is. I think yeah. for that privilege you see. But I don't always have a good enough. I very rarely have a signal good enough to stream music from a service. And even when I do, this phone goes about a day if I'm careful with it. So and without that's like streaming music yes, constantly. without streaming music constantly. So I suspect that I would have to plug this. Well, when I drive places, I have it plugged into the car because it does navigation and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But even when it's plugged into the car doing navigation, it only just manages to sustain its battery level. So that's it actually uses harsh. more than it can charge doing that. Well, I've so got, I've been a, I've been a you know, long time Spotify user, and I I agree that if on my iPhone four, even on my iPhone three, which I just trashed about a week ago. Uh, I was able to get a day out of that, and I could quite happily go around listening to streaming music on that. And it worked 90% of the time. If I had a 3G signal, it was okay. If I had anything less than 3G, it was shaky. But there was also really good um, possibilities for caching stuff offline. So if you're clever with it, like I was, you could have constantly four or five albums cached up. Plenty of space. I mean, I could easily put 20 or 100 albums on my current phone just sitting in a Spotify cache and just work my way through those. Yeah, which is fine. So you can cache them up when you're on Wi-Fi, and then listen whenever you like. Yeah. So they, these services could be great. Yeah. And I really think they could be. But let's face it, all of the evidence right now is pointing towards carriers are kind of starting to crush, crush kind of all you can eat bandwidth. Yeah, absolutely. My, um, I, that's going to kill it all dead. I have my 500 meg a month now, and I'm. Uh, I think O2 are saying to me, I should be glad I have that. But we'll see. It's just silly, isn't it? I, I really miss my old you can eat. Do you remember the days of like internet where it was restricted as well, like dial up broadband and you got a certain number of minutes for a certain amount of money? Yeah. And then before the iPhone they had the whole kind of restricted you got like you got like five meg. I, I remember having a having what would have been nominally known as a smartphone at the time, which would be nowhere near a smartphone no. nowadays. And it had like I had a data connection but I got maybe two or three meg included and that was it. Well, if you do any kind of roaming, it's kind of similar to that. You're paying £6 a meg for roaming, or sometimes more, if you're roaming uh, and doing data transfer. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, we here at the audio podcast are unhappy with the the current regime. That's cool, yeah. Should we move on anyway, though? That was Google Music. Google Music there. um, That hasn't actually been formally released yet, either, so we had a great discussion there. (laughs) So uh, with uh, Blastwave FX Sound Design have their Halloween competition. 
Do you do you have what it takes to scare your way into a free copy of Sonopedia 2? Uh, so you can actually register for a free download pack anyway. And then enter the competition itself. Uh, deadline for submissions is November 1st. All the rules are available there. Mm-hmm. That's always nice, isn't it? You know, That's cool. That sounds good. That's pretty cool. So you def- definitely go check that out. Obviously, read the kind of like little instructions and stuff. Uh, the judge, the currently announced judge is Alan Howarth from, you know, who's done Halloween, Star Trek, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that guy. Escape from New York, Poltergeist, Raiders of Lost Ark. I love yeah. Escape Stargate. from New York. Stargate. That's cool. That's, that's a pretty awesome set of films there, isn't it, really? Like, but that was Stargate the film, not the TV show, I hope. Yeah, let's hope so, because the Stargate yeah. film was awesome, the TV show. Hmm. Don't want to offend anybody, but yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't so, think it was anybody's real tea, was it? So that, but that's a cool contest. What do you win? What do you win in the Blast Wave FX? Contest? I just came away from the page, but it's a free copy of P Two or something. I think it was. I it's a free know. copy of something. It's a free copy of something. So that's all that matters. Should we have a look at the overtone live coding environment? That's apparently our yeah, next I, item. I, I spotted this earlier. I thought this was maybe something a little bit more up your street. So it's oh, you overtone is it's all live off GitHub at the moment. Overtone is basically a, a, cl- a closure-based Lisp environment for live coding. So it does lots of nice things like allowing you to um, play stuff, type and play. Now, I shouldn't really talk about this. This is really more your area. I haven't had opportunity to read this, to look at the thing, though. Same. Well, it's I mean, it's got some nice things on it that it, it's got syntax built in, so as soon as you type, start typing in keywords, your syntax options come flying up, which is useful. Uh, I don't know if it does autocomplete, maybe, or some kind of autocomplete, so that's cool. Well, that's an ID feature, isn't it? Um, yeah. Oh, I'm saying over, Overtone is... Um, Overtone is on top of Super Collider, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's also yeah. built on the Super Collider. It's got an API, so that's what the Closure Lisp API is running. Oh yeah, cool. So oh, how to how to oh, there's an awesome video here. How to hack Overtone with Emacs. Oh man, I just uh, want to watch. I want to watch that video for do. the for the VI and Vim users out there. Ha ha. There you go. Just to just to try and antagonize somebody there for fun. That <laughs> really very well done. But that's cool. Well, we know that Super Collider is cool. We know that plugging languages into Super Collider is also cool. And there's loads of ways of doing it. You got OSC into there. Also, it's an open source project, so yeah. you can go and hack in at the very base level on, if you want to. It'll run on plug and play MIDI, etc., as well. And you got metronome and timing support for live coding and sequencing. Yeah, but it it looks like fun. Go check it out. Yeah, no, I think that's a cool. That's a cool project. Awesome stuff. Cool. Uh, should we see what's next then? Let's keep mm-hmm. going. Let's keep going here. Medieval weapons. It just says medieval weapons. Oh, I it's no a sa- sound effect is. library. That's what it's going to be. Ah, you got to click on the link. You got to trust the links are going to be okay. You know, we put them there. Oh, you're not I sure. I trust are you? the links. You trust the links? Maybe you do. Medieval yeah. weapons. This is just another great sound effect library. Yeah, boom library, sound effects for medieval weapons. Well, what could you need? It's true. I often wonder when am I going to have a chance to make some medieval weapon sounds. <laughs> I love this. It want to design some skull breaking and orc smashing epic battles. Brilliant. Does it? Do we know? Does it let you design and vary sounds, or are we talking just a sample library? I mean, you know, not just a sample library. It's both. You can get a construction kit and the actual designed weapons. Mm. <laughs> do you think they come in the post? You get like a giant sword in the post. Yeah, that's a giant virtual sword in the virtual post. Virtually. I think your interpretation is much more likely to be correct. Disappointing. I kind of liked it. Let's see. Um, I'm gonna go find us some. I'm gonna. I'm trying to get some more details here. I hope. I don't know if this is muted. If it's not muted, oh, it's not muted. Let's get the mute on. There we go. Just case it blasts along in here. Key features. Oh, 500 plus deadly sound effects. 
deadly sound effects. That's ace. I think there's a data sheet button here, but I got. I think if I click on that, it's going to open a PDF, and that would just be too much hassle. So I'm not going to do Maybe it won't, no. But if it doesn't, why wouldn't you just have it there? But I'm sure that would give me the list. You can do that really quickly, though. That give you a list of that. But that gives a list. Uh, this one here, that details there. So many weapons designed and details, and then down at like bottom left hand corner there, keep going down. Oh, see, yeah, you see, so there's sheet. A, some samples that you can actually listen to as well. Yeah, the data sheet was a PDF, so I was writing on the click on it. And it is literally a sheet of data. I'm not going to no, mind no, but this some, some of the names. Read the file names. That's what we're looking for, man. Bow and arrow flyby. Awesome. Soft are hard. Bow arrow flyby whistle. Bow and arrow impact flesh. Impact metal, impact wood. Does it specify what kind of flesh it's impacting there? No. Could you see if there's any specific different flesh? Mystical, mystical creature mm. impacts. No, we mainly have impacts, scrapes, sheath. Sheath, sheath that's nice. Sheath, uh, shield, metal, large hit. Oh, this is fantastic. Is different kinds. Of, look at that. A different broadsword hit, a different katana hit, uh, short swords, small swords, whoosh hammer good whoosh saber it's actually exciting me just reading these I know this is is the best bit that's why I was trying to find the the data sheet but it's a pdf it wasn't oh okay okay, wait wait a sec this this kicks ass okay siege weapons ballistas couillards siege loading weapons is there any flaming siege weapons Uh, I watched their kingdom of god you know Ridley Scott there a couple of days ago and had that awesome scene where they like fire these bullets these like flaming things that like there was a time when I knew sweet. my siege weapons a little bit better. I mean, I, I know a trebuchet different it's from a manganel, but you know, I can't remember you know. specifically flaming ones. Yeah. I think you just have to add flames to any of these and any of these things, and it's, it's all good, isn't it? Really, mm. that's no pretty sounds. If we ever have a competition, it's going to be along the lines of taking novelty sound effect libraries and doing fun things with them. That's uh, basically I want what some novelty be. sound effect uh, dubstep that will be that'd be nice you know, quick before the dubstep <laughs> candle burns out. <laughs> oh, that's ace stuff. That's definitely cool. Um, shall we move on to the next item? Yeah, the complete other end of the technology scale from flails, whips, mangonels, and trebuchets. We have people making music with printers, yeah. cartridge printers. And, and the article we have linked here to is a short history of printer music. Awesome. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. And it, it is cool. And I. Somebody's got a Radiohead cover here done on printers. I like that. That is cool. What really, what kind of disappoints me though is you see this like screenshot of this guy working here, mm-hmm. and he's obviously got like, I'm just trying to work off here. So there's a set of hard drive on open spindles. Yep. There's a dot matrix feed printer. It looks like. Yeah. Oh, and the he's also got a TV and a couple of What's old school tape the recorders. There's an, old, there's an old school tape recorder. Oh, I see what I he's can't doing. see what oh, the smaller yeah. one is no, there. No. Oh, no, that's just a smaller tape recorder. And then there's like a scanner at the side as mm. well, isn't there? That's pretty sweet. Scanners are great for that, though, if you can yeah. c- control the scanner. That, that's pretty cool, isn't it? So there's a video, anyway, of the, of the Radiohead cover, which looks pretty cool. Um, and then some various other performances have been done. It turns out there's a lot of uh, dot matrix printing. Um, dot matrix. Well, dot matrix printers made a great noise, didn't they? Yep. So they were just and they have a great variability of noise, which is yeah, important. That's true. And if you can program them, good stuff. Well, they were they're quite easy to program, weren't they? Dot matrixes because they were very kind of open and stuff. Oh, bye, Scott. Sorry, I'm abandoning Mint. Oh, when I've the phone left. rings three times, it means you really have to answer it. You've got a problem, you think? Oh, he's gone. He's gone. But that's a short history of printer music, which I think is kind of fun, anyway. Um, I don't really have anything else to say. I could talk to the person who isn't here, but he's not here, so. Oh, he's having like a fully fully integrated phone conversation there, like unlike any other. So let's see what else we got. So I'll take a look on our next show item here. Number 
Oh, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to jump to a, a cool one here. This is a bad audio advice. Uh, audio Geek Zine have developed a new internet meme for us here. Um, hash bad audio advice. I encourage you to join in and tweet away as much as you want on this. Um, it, it's just a great, a great selection of really bad advice and things not to do. I thought it was fantastic. Um, yeah. Here, look, uh, a Neumann U87 would totally make you sound like a great singer, no matter no matter your skill level. I thought that was nice. Um, uh, another great one, just turn on the SSL bus comp to fix all your mixes. This is the hash bad audio advice. Oh, beautiful. Um, if it has VU meters, it must sound good. I think that's great there. That's good. Obviously, pretty much every tape player of the 80s had VU meters on it. And they all sounded, sounded good. good. Yeah, that's right, man. Just every one of them. Uh, this ribbon mic needs phantom power, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice one there. If you blow a speaker and don't don't replace it, it might give you that cool sound you were looking for. We can fix it in post. Wow, yeah. That's a, that's a lesson for life, that one. It really is. Yeah. Oh, to, mix, to ensure your mix translates well to MP3, it's best to convert each individual track of the session to MP3 before bouncing. Nice. That's, that's, a, that's a good one there. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best. Oh. It's well documented that dogs have better hearing than humans, so make sure you run your mix by your dog. <laughs> yep. That's it. Oh, Jagged really waveforms are rough and irritate the skin. Use the limiter to make them nice and smooth and blocky. We should really have acknowledged all the people who have tweeted these great things to the Audio Geek Science well, site because they're just fantastic. But you should definitely check it out. I'd encourage you to put something in there as well. Um, to be honest, I think this show is potentially full of really bad audio advice as well. But that's okay. Well, I, I just hope someone transforms it into Twitter. Well, that, that's true. Then so we can be immortalized. We're, we're not really trying to give people good advice. We're just having fun giving a little bit of commentary on a... I don't think what we're doing things. is even advice. I think it's just direction. Well, precisely. We're, we're just giving you a insightful commentary on things <laughs> that interest us. Audio things. Audio things that interest in us. In podcast format. Indeed so. Um, I jumped over the Bjork... You skipped it? Yeah, because you weren't here, and I, I, I knew you added oh, it. I so I thought, now, as you're here, we could ask. Well, know, I was going to talk briefly just Cover about uh, Bjork having released now her full Biophilia app slash album. Um, this is, I've been, well, I'm a big Bjork fan, so I saw the live show a few months ago, and she's been releasing this album app by app. So there's one kind of mother app, and then within that there are lots of other applications each each song is an application, and it's really cool because you have lyrics in there. You have generally there's some sort of game by which you play, and you can build up the song, or there's some kind of interactive way you can mess with the song itself, which is really cool, and some nice kind of video, kind of visualizations of the track. So it, it's been a nice experiment, and I, I haven't yet got the full album, but I probably will in the next few days. Do you, Do you think this is the way to sell albums now? It's just to uh, give up trying to sell the music, just. What did we just say about advice? It. We're definitely not giving advice. Or, uh, no, but this is a commentary. This is commentary. No, this, is, this is prediction. Prediction. Well, that's prediction. even better. No, I, I don't think this is the way. I think this is one possible way of many okay. ways that you could do it. But I think it's an interesting one. I think more people should try it. Obviously, it helps to have a big pile of money behind you to develop apps and do all that sort of thing. But, you know, there's no reason that bands couldn't collaborate with developers to provide material for for applications and stuff like that. I, I want to see the next Coldplay Angry Birds collaboration. That that should be really good. Yeah. But yes, this is definitely an interesting, worthwhile thing to do. More people should do it, but it's not necessarily the future of music. I thought that was a great a great uh, prediction there. Yeah. Nice work. Yep. Very well done. 
something I can be beaten up with in five years' time. Awesome stuff. Cool. Well, we're closing in on our final two. Let's do um, Happy Birthday CC Hits. There you go. Oh, I can get sued for that, can't I? No, I, I don't know. I don't know. Is Happy Birthday uh, restricted? Yeah. Oh, man. Bad it is you. owned. Bad you. That's okay. It was a, it was a derivative version. Bad Scott. Bad Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so CC Hits. Happy Birthday. How old is CC Hits? It's a year. A year? That's beautiful. Can it, I walk yet? I, I, I don't know. It's you a year approximately. Talk. <laughs> I know that I had a conversation. No, no, I'll be clear. I got a, I got a tweet which identified to me the fact it was a year old, and I put it in my head as to make sure I remember this. But I awesome. know the guys themselves, the, the guys themselves weren't planning on doing anything particular other than. But I just thought it was nice to put that. Um, for the second half of the first season of the audio podcast, we actually played a CC hit track every at the end of every show. Which is something uh, we could have yeah. continued doing. Yeah, yes. you know that? Which is something we could have continued doing, but we decided to stop. Did we decide to stop or did we just stop? We just stopped, actually. Much in the same way that we stopped putting music at the start of the show. Disappointing. Well, it's just laziness. On my uh, I, I think that we should be open to submissions from listeners uh, for music. If they have, you know, a 20-second thing they want to... Oh, yeah, same. If people want to send us stuff, we yeah. definitely have that. That's no problem at all. But there we go. I, you know... I, I still think CC Hits is a great idea. There's a bit of me which is like, we'd like to put on... No, I know why we stopped putting it on. Why? I remember now. The reason we stopped putting it on is because of the fact that you can just go get it anyway. Uh, so that's why I stopped putting them on, because I just felt you can go get it anyway. So it seemed a bit silly for me to put it on the end of the show. And yeah, some of the tracks are quite long, and they tend to be reason. And we tended to want to do them at a reasonable quality that did them justice. So we did the show at a higher, yeah. higher bit rate. And it made the whole thing a little bit more kind of a lot bigger and it was a lot more effort to download yep so hence we didn't do that i completely understand and that was reason that. for it i've just noticed that we have one other thing that, oh. that is not on the list it it's on it's on part of it it's on one of our lists but it's not on the main web page oh no way i was just going to briefly mention a samplism.com awesome is it.com let's just double check that and this is the an, an ebay for samples where you can buy and sell yeah essentially as far as you can see we haven't checked it out fully yet so apologies to samplism if we've got this wrong but the the blurb i was given off uh, pro tooler was that this is somewhere where you can buy and sell your samples and it seems it seems pretty good they have very nice are they live and ready to go or is this like a beta stage you're in at the moment mm, yeah they're live and ready to, to go Oh, it says beta, but you can buy stuff there. I can see. Yeah. I see the ability it, it to buy things. It appears to be up and running, which is cool. We should get these people on board. We yeah, should, yeah. Well, we should, when I say on board, we should, like, go and say hi to them. We should send see them to See if they want to come and speak to us. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be kind of cool. Um, so we're coming into, actually, while we say that, we actually have two exciting interviews coming up pretty soon. Mm -hmm. um, first one is, well, the one I'm going to mention today is with the developers behind our door, which is the open source door. We're really excited to have an interview with them coming up, which will be in one of the next couple of shows. Then it might even come on the show live. We're Great. Not for certain. And yeah, that'd be that pretty be sweet. Good. It's always nice to make it a little bit more complicated to run the show. Like. Of course. So that's that's kind of nice. Um, and our final, I'm not going to talk about the other interview. We'll talk about that some. We'll mention that later on. It's one at a time, you know. Mm -hmm. We want to tease people slowly. And so our final bit, obviously, it'd be very amiss for us not to mention the uh, passing of Steve Jobs in the show, I think. Yep. Um. We, we had yes, a big joke. Yes, I agree. We yeah. should we should definitely talk about we, that. We, we should definitely talk about it. There, there was a joke for a while about the fact that every show had an iOS story in it, um, which was true. Every show did have an iOS story in it. Oh yeah, it's a um, it's a reasonably popular platform. Yeah, well, yeah. It would be remiss of us not to mention it. Indeed, so so we talked about iOS. Um, yeah, so Steve passed away. And it, you know what? It, it came. I, 
I mean, I'm not a huge Apple fanboy. It's it's uh, it's sad the guy passed away. That's terrible. But at the same time, it seemed to come really quickly after he quit the after he stepped down. Yeah, it, but I you got to remember that he'd been well. He formally stepped down. He'd been kind of inactive. He, yeah, he'd been. He'd been on and off. Away, on and off and off yeah. for a while, hadn't he, I think. Yeah, and there was that big announcement last year about him stepping down for a while due to health issues. Mm. And Yeah, that's true. So I thought um, key, key things we should mention, I'm saying obviously a lot of the press is going to have talked about iPhone and iPad, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously incredible devices and uh, redefined the way that a lot of people make music, which is nice. I, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I um, agree. I thought other things, though, that I thought would be cool for us to mention, maybe just more audio-specific spe- audio sort of stuff, which mm-hmm. people haven't picked up, but really um, the, the Firewire bus that we're recording today's show with and that yep. has served the audio community for the last what 10 years yeah absolutely for you know f- with our audio firewire interfaces that was an apple that that was basically driven by apple and sony yeah and have we sony seen obviously dropped the ball on that completely so well, it, that apple was definitely an apple apple pushed six pin firewire yeah for 10 years which apple were there to drive it along which is great which made content creation so much easier and so mm. they've always and more reliable yeah definitely so so i think that was a great you know do we have Those anything to say about, about Thunderbolt at the moment in, in terms of... I mean, it's not it's not a Firewire replacement per se, but it's, well, it's they're, they're driving towards that, aren't they? Well, it, it, it's it's backward compatible with everything Thunderbolt, mm. but there's nothing available for it. Yeah. So if you, you can convert Thunderbolt to Firewire, but you need to buy like the 27-inch screen. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. expensive, pretty immobile converter. But do you think the next couple of kind of couple of years we'll start seeing hardware manufacturers sending out sound Oh, certainly. Thunderbolt sound cards and Yeah, I'm absolutely absolutely certain of that. Um uh, yeah. A couple of manufacturers already alluded to the fact that yep. they're going to roll out Thunderbolt interfaces. For a lot of them it'd be trivial. Well, it's not so much a trivi- triviality, but essentially it could be a trivial hmm. trivial sort of move to make, but it would be the time it takes for the, for the hardware to come out. Yep. If you think back to the days of Firewire, at the start of Firewire, it kind of sat around for a while and then Motu brought out the 828 Mark I, yeah. which really turned the whole thing around because it was like, wow, check this out. You can get a 10 in, 8 <laughs> out. Well, what it, you know what I mean? Multiple in, multiple out interface. It was an affordable, it was a sensible price. Yeah. I think it was about a grand, maybe just under a grand. And they flew out the door and everybody else was like, oh, wait a minute, we can build a Firewire interface. And the f- at the point, at that time, it was Firewire v. USB, not USB 2, USB 1. Yeah. So it was just annihilated it. No, absolutely. That but the cost was always high. I'm saying the Firewire interf- interface is the... Somebody once told me that Firewire is the most expensive port you can put on a computer. You, you got to wonder, is that a licensing thing or is that a... Who knows? Or is that a si- simply a hardware thing? Seems unlikely to be purely a hardware cost. There must be a licensing issue in there somewhere. I Who knows? Don't know. We have no comment to make on this. It, it, well, it could be. I, I think Apple tend to... Oh, well, this is one of the great... Because we're not even talking about Steve Jobs, so I'll try mm-hmm. and bring him home. But I think one of the things that Steve did incredibly... Steve, I don't say, you know, Aww. Mr. Jobs. Let's just refer to him as Steve. One of the things that Apple always did incredibly well was to not compromise based on but based on cost issues at times. So Thunderbolt is a prime example about this. The Thunderbolt cables are expensive. They're like 30 quid. I know. 30 quid for a Thunderbolt cable and somebody took them apart and it has like, it has like processor chips at either end of the cable. So, you know what I mean? Like there's no, that's a cl- typical Apple, we're not going to compromise. Here's an incredible interface. We can get to the market first. Yep. We can roll it out at the kind of, at, in the spring, in the spring of the seat of the technology. We'll get incredible value for money out of this for the next decade probably yeah and they're there but then it's like so then you turn around and people and say here's an interface for no for only one peripheral that we make ourselves and by the way you'll need a 30 quid cable to go between the two and like you kind of i kind of respect the fact that he managed to like 
you can't i can't imagine walking into like hp and selling trying to go in that direction we're going to take all our ports off and replace it with one really expensive one which yeah. nobody makes anything for and it's going to cost 30 quid for a cable but that that's how you drive a market as well i mean if you look at the the, the home cinema market i mean when hdmi first came out that was ridiculously expensive yeah. it's the same thing and there's definitely a huge demographic out there that will quite happily pay for what they think is the high higher end of quality because uh digital digital cables carrying digital signals are really yep. uh quality dependent they're like yep it either works or it doesn't well you know it's got it can work better if it has gold ends have gold we covered that before have, have we covered the magic of of the amazon no no oh, we we always have our like uh hilariously priced amazon cable yes. that turns up every now and again yeah and we we did there was a video the dsp project has the audio quality comparison video that's back in one of the earlier show notes if you're um Somebody who's recently listened to all of all of our shows can probably tell us where that is, so <laughs> it might might appear on the notes again. We need to tag things more. Yeah, maybe we could do. So, what else can we say about Steve? Mr. Well, Jobs. iPhone and iPad were awesome. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Firewire interface we thought was a particularly great contribution to it. Though. Yep. I actually think the stable platform as well is another. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for that. Like it works. That's yeah. just incredible. I actually uh, should I mention something? I recently had reason to touch a Windows box. Should, should I go get it? It's just here. Sure. I'll be back in a minute. I wasn't going to talk about this today, but you know, I'll just grab it quickly. How long has our show been running? Oh, we're okay. We started late, so we're good. One minute. On that note, I think it's it's interesting to talk briefly about the varying kind of coverage that we've seen across the week. That uh, I've had the inevitable plenty of coverage saying, you know, Steve was wonderful. And this is true. And there are plenty of wonderful things he did. And then you're seeing the backlash stuff that comes out saying, yeah, well, that's fine. But look what Apple are doing in China and all this stuff. And then there's the double backlash ones where people are saying, well, it's not just Apple. It's everybody's doing that kind of stuff in China. And it's well, labor issues. To support your, your negative impressions there, I think iTunes is uh, iTunes has basically helped commoditize the music industry to the point where it's non-profitable. Because like, oh sure, you know what I mean. I'm saying I like the 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 everything's going to be 99 cents or whatever it started life off at. Definitely yeah. like slaughtered the idea that music might be that you might be able to sell your music for a different price. But it was coming in for the, it was it was working on the principle of volume sales. So if you lower the price, you sell more of them. People buy more music if it's cheaper, in theory. But when you dictate when you have a dictated price, which is yeah, it's this no matter what. It, yeah. Kind of cause, kind of cause problems because if you're an emerging artist, you might want to go cheap and cheerful, or yeah. if you're established, you might want to go a little bit further. I think, you know, those kind of issues. How about iTunes on Windows? Oh, please, let's let's not go there. <laughs> that wasn't very good, was it? No, just horrific. I, I have this theory that iTunes on Windows was a really clever marketing ploy to push out to force Windows users into buying Macs. Yeah, or to force them into downloading Safari. Why they would want to do that, I'll never know. No, I'm, I'm not sure about that either. No. But oh, how about Safari? I'm saying there's another. Uh, well, you know, know the, an, an entry into the browser war, browser wars. They didn't really get started. Yeah, Safari's not really in the browser wars. It's kind of it's sitting in the hospital watching this browser wars <laughs> on on the television. I, I think that's very true. Yeah. Uh, um. What's I? Well. You were going to touch your Windows box? Yeah, yeah. So it's not a Windows box anymore, but I am. Um, yeah, it's now a Debian box. It's now, it's now a Debian box. Here we go. I'll say it's, now, it's a bright red. It's actually a Samsung box. The, the Observant will notice this isn't a Mac at all, actually, which is kind of funny that we bring it into the <laughs> Steve Jobs section. But um, yeah, that's right. Scott, who has uh, many Macs, I'm actually picking up an, a, an old eMac, a G4 eMac, actually, tomorrow as well. Nice. Which what are going you going to do with that? Yeah, we're going to use it to record it? the show. No. As well. I'm going to use that to do another recording of the show. But. Um, 
Yeah, so um, ba- basically what happened, as discussed, I don't, maybe not discussed, but on one of my other podcasts I discussed it, but I'm certain it came up here as well. I threw a little bit of a tantrum when I realized that if I wanted to replace my five-year-old MacBook, which does need replacing, it's five years old, that's an incredible endorsement of Mac products. Sure. does need replacing. I was going to have to buy myself a 15.4 MacBook Pro. Yep. And those things are a lot of money and I don't want to spend that much money. Yep. Basically. Because I wanted a dedicated audio in, dedicated audio out on it, and I wanted a Firewire port. So it was all about in-out I.O. sort of stuff. So the Apple, that's just a little nod there to you guys. So I decided rather than spend 1,500 pounds or whatever, is it 1,500? In the ballpark. It's about there, isn't it? Maybe I thought 12. rather than spend that money, I didn't want to spend the money right now because my Mac still works. It doesn't really work mobile anymore, but if I leave it on a desk plugged in permanently, it's fine. So hence it's in here on a desk plugged in permanently, it's fine. What I thought I would do was go buy myself some little commodity hardware just to give me some mobility. So this is a Samsung netbook. It's actually... um. It's a dual-core Intel Atom processor, which are hyper-threaded, so the two cores appear as four cores, which is kind of fun. Nice. With a gig of RAM. Now, on Windows 7, this is unusable. (laughs) And I do not jest. Utterly and absolutely unusable. Maybe you should try running it on Vista, just just for comparison. Just for a laugh, yeah. 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 I don't have that time. To give you an idea, it took me over two and a half hours to get the information out of the Windows build that I needed. And that information was what is... I, I wanted to go in knowing what the max res of the screen was, what the wireless card was in it, what the Bluetooth module was in it, and just a little profiling of the kind of function keys, because there's weird function keys which aren't ASCII keys, and if you want to get them in the Linux kernel, you have to, it's nice to know what you're looking for. It's gonna make it a lot quicker. Took me two and a half hours to get that information out of this box. It is that sluggish. I thought it was funny that Windows 7 itself won't report. It has a thing where it makes a comment about your hardware in the Mm -hmm. system. It's like, it's like, you know, and the idea is it's going to say your hardware is good, your hardware is bad. In reality, it said uh, it declined to offer any opinion on the quality of the hardware. Genius. Um, S- Skype was pre-installed, but didn't work very well. I decided to, tr- to try a new version. Well, actually, what I did was I downloaded an older version of Skype because the since Microsoft Skype has been going downhill. So I downloaded an older version of Skype, which then refused to install on the machine because it is underpowered. So on Windows, this is a disaster. However... On Debian, it's pretty good. It's fast, it's slick. I managed to get all the burns working. I've got a little DHCP fault, but I'll get that fixed. So I'm pretty happy. So in a couple of weeks' time, I'll probably kind of show some... You know, this will give me a Linux platform, which mm-hmm. is stable and running, and I'll probably yep. show where I'll probably have a look at some Linux audio platform just for fun. So you're not going to try and uh, stick some OS Lion onto that? No. No. No, no. Oh, no, the, the processor is grossly underpowered. Like, yeah. But it's about what you want to run interface-wise on the I still want to see someone running a Chromium netbook. I haven't seen that yet. Well, that's that's the classic. You need your always-on internet connection yeah. and enough battery cycles to run your radio continuously. Yep, that's true. It all comes back to these points. Anyway, so I've been quite happy with this. Um, I'm not using it for show notes today because it turns out that um, the default browser in Debian, which I didn't bother changing, Epiphany, I think it is, really struggles with Gmail's uh, JavaScript and it just cooks it. Doesn't doesn't work. So I'll install a sensible browser in here, and it'll probably be fine again. Or I'll fix that problem. But anyway, hmm. it's probably to be fixed. So I'm just going to go put this down because I'm going to where to put it, and then we're finished. Our, so I'll come. Scott, a final thought about Steve Jobs. Uh, good stuff, Steve. Thank you very much. We're we're, we're pretty happy with that. Yeah. Not a, not a favorite pick there or something like that. No. No, it, it's great. Yeah, I, 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 I'm with everything you said. Yeah, I didn't intend to come across as overly nev- negative about it earlier. I was more commenting oh, no, on, course, no, on what enough. I was reading in the news about him. Yeah. I remember the thing I remember most about Steve Jobs. Um, well, the thing I would say was most significant about Apple and Steve Jobs in relation to my life. 
perhaps one or something like that is um the very first laptop i owned i think yeah i'm pretty sure it was yeah the uh, very first laptop that i that i owned that i remember owning was a g3 air powerbook pismo with firewire on the back of it that's why i bought it i ran it from 0288 mark one and i remember it being i came to that from a windows environment and i remember on os x i wasn't an os9 like you know, but on the st at the start of OS X, and I remember that sitting down in front of that and thinking, this is a stable, sensible, usable platform, and I can do some creative work on this, and that's nice. I was a PC user for a long time. I only switched about two, two, three years ago, and I can't even remember particularly why I switched. I think it was just for audio stuff. I was doing a lot of audio stuff, and it just didn't run that well on the Windows box I was using, and I had to upgrade. I needed a new computer. I had a fantastic educational discount in front of me, so I just went with the Apple and haven't looked back. My MacBook Pro currently desperately needs uh, about 40 gigs worth of stuff taken off it, but apart from that, get there. it's all right. Yeah. Well, my, 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 my MacBook's run for five years. That's pretty awesome. Mine's on three years. It's pretty cool. We'll be lucky if it makes it to four, but that's mainly because I work it hard. Oh, that's fair. But in the Windows world, it would be dead after a year if even that. Oh, yeah. yeah. This would be a corpse by now. So. so, anyway, that's our acknowledgement of Steve Jobs. Uh, perhaps we're, when Sam's here, maybe he'll have someone else to add. We can always mm -hmm. ask him for that. Um, if you're after the show notes, don't forget, if you go check out wiki.theaudiopodcast.co.uk, you can mm -hmm. get the show notes. You can now listen to the show at the top of the show notes as well, but it tends to take a couple of days to get that sorted, but yep. it does eventually happen, which is cool. So if you're listening back, it's, well, if you're listening back, you're already listening to it, but if you're going to listen to another show because you're listening to the archive, then you can just go to the next set of show notes and press play at the top and it'll play. Ta-da. Ta-da, indeed so. And um, if you'd like to complain to us or you've got any sort of problems with us or anything like that, then why not just tweet at the audio podcast where we may or may not respond to it depending how we feel about it but somebody else might respond to it as well you never know it's hey twitter it's great just hey. just shout abuse it as we may or may not notice it there that's kind of cool um i don't think we have anything else really to mention no i think that's it i think we should wrap it up we're gonna wrap it up okay well in three no 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 we're not going that fast lad. i have to press the buttons in right 1. order 1.5 1. 1.5 seconds I'm, I'm trying to find the logo uh tiger wait a minute what are you snow leopard lion Oh, I'm, I'm counting. That's incredible. You you could count down through OS I was trying to, versions. but then I realized that I, I got trapped on Tiger. What, what comes before that? Jaguar? Jaguar, yeah. yeah. What was before Jaguar? Uh, no. See, I just keep slipping into, into Ubuntu's then. Ocelots, Badger, Breezy Badgers. Walter Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, Squeeze. In fairness, Sid. there's a much more entertaining. Yeah. Oh, well, that would have been ace if we'd counted down yeah. the versions of OS X. That would have been a fun way to end uh, the show. It's a classic moment. Of, we should have thought of that before the show. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, let's cut to the... Uh, we'll, we'll wave goodbye to the people who are watching bye us. Bye. It's been a pleasure checking out the show for you. We'll push you across to our logo. That's the logo. At this point, we can we, we can just stop whenever we want to, really. Okay. That's the show then. Let's stop now. Oh, we should say goodbye. We waved. Oh, we waved. But for the people listening to the recording. It's goodbye, recording, goodbye, people. Goodbye, recording.